Hey there, I'm Tony Ann. I am a wife and a mom of two little boys, and I'm a general dentist and reservist in the Navy. And I get it when it comes to be a busy working mom. I struggle with the thoughts of feeling like I wasn't good enough and losing my identity in motherhood. So I get it. And this is why I created The Real Happy Mom. To be a real happy mom, you have to remain authentic and true to yourself. And you don't need to be a so-called perfect mom. On the Real Happy Mom podcast, we'll interview real moms to chat about real life experiences. These guests and experts will help you to navigate the motherhood journey by providing answers to your questions and concerns surrounding raising children, self-care, confidence, and so much more. We'll have discussions that provide practical tips and resources that you can easily implement into your busy mom life. So if you're ready to get rid of the overwhelm and start being a real happy mom, join me in the Real Happy Mom podcast. One thing that I found that has been tremendously helpful in making sure that I have the best week possible and to eliminate the overwhelming chaos that tends to happen in our busy household is by doing the Sunday prep routine. Now, my Sunday prep routine consists of about eight to 11 things, depending on what is going on for the week, that are essential things that are going to help get me ready for the week and make sure that my week goes by smoothly. Now, if you want to get a hold of this and figure out what is she talking about with the Sunday prep routine, you want to go over to realhappymom.com slash Sunday, and there you'll find a way for you to enter your email so that I can send you my Sunday prep checklist. And in this checklist, I will outline each thing that you should do on Sunday to make sure that you have the best week ever. These things include getting your week prepared by planning things out, planning out your meals, getting your clothes ready, and so much more. I promise you it sounds like a lot, but it only takes about 30 minutes if you really do it right. So go over to realhappymom.com slash Sunday to get your Sunday prep checklist. Again, that's realhappymom.com slash Sunday. Well, hey there, hey, and welcome back to another episode. Today, I have a very awesome guest that's going to help us with getting our kids on board with the chores. Now, if you have a kid that is just not with it, this is the episode for you. In this episode, I am talking to Ashley Bufa all about how to get our kids on board with cleaning and you'll be surprised that it is not what you're thinking when it comes to that first step. It actually is a mindset shift. So Ashley shares how to change that mindset so that we can get the kids into the space where they are actually empowered and actually enjoying doing their choice. Next, Ashley is going to share one fast and easy way to introduce chores to kids if they don't help with chores at all called the five-minute family cleanup. And let me tell you, I've tried it myself and it is absolutely a game changer. Plus, she gives us some great parenting tips to keep us getting our kids excited about cleaning up. And we go over some age appropriate chores that will help them feel like they're contributing and actually feel like they're accomplishing things. And then lastly, we talked a little bit about compensation, about how much we should be paying our kids for chores and how we should go about doing that. So if this sounds like something that would interest you, you definitely want to stay tuned and listen to this entire episode. But really quick, before we jump into this week's episode, I wanted to tell you about a really awesome event that is going to be happening very, very soon. That is Get Organized HQ. This is a free online event that will help show you step by step how to organize your life and streamline your home. 
to find less stress, more peace in your everyday life. And this amazing online event is happening on September 14th. You'll be able to learn from over 70 women who are experts from topics from meal planning to quick cleaning, digital photo organizing, paper clutter to home management, finances, organization, and so much more. And the best part is it is completely free. Yes, completely free. So make sure you go over to realhappymom.com slash organize where you can go and claim your free ticket while you can. Again, this event happens on September 14th. I don't want you to miss out. So make sure you join me there at realhappymom.com slash organize for the Get Organized HQ. Now that we have that out of the way, let us go ahead and jump into this week's episode. All right. So today I have Ashley and I am super pumped to talk to her today because she has a lot of goodies that are going to help us out. And I promise you, mom, it doesn't matter what age your child is, Ashley's going to help you. So Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I have all the ages covered. (laughs) Yes. And the only reason why I can say that and feel comfortable and confident in saying that is because you do have that, that spectrum of the, all the ages. So just really quick can you break down the ages of your kids so that everyone understands like what is Tony Ann talking about yes I absolutely can if I can remember them so I have 10 (laughs) kids total Mm -hmm. and my oldest is 17 he'll be 18 in November and then I have a almost 15 year old I have um, one that turns 14 tomorrow actually Um, I have yeah happy birthday Teddy Um, I have a 12 year old and a daughter who just turned 11. All of our birthdays are like in flux. I promise I didn't have a baby every year. It just seems like that because like everybody's getting ready to have their birthday. So 11 year old daughter. And then I have a nine, seven, five, four, and six month old son. So yeah, I've got it covered from six months to almost 18. To almost 18. (laughs) Yes. So moms, like I said, she's got you covered. She knows about all of the ages and what those are. I know the things. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Now, before we get started, I just wanted you to tell us a little bit about you. I know you told us about the kids, but just more about you and your business. Okay. So I, I am the founder of the Freedom Moms and I help moms go from overwhelmed, doing everything themselves in the house feeling like overworked and underpaid to being the respected, empowered home CEOs of their domicile (laughs) with everyone helping out so that no one is left feeling disenfranchised and unappreciated. I love that. I love it. And I know that there have been many times that I feel like I'm constantly picking up after someone else in the house. So that's why I'm so excited to talk to you about this topic today. But I just wanted you to talk to us a little bit because like I said, um, I'm feeling the, you know, the burden of picking up behind people. And I'm sure there's many moms that can relate to cleaning up and I'm feeling like their house is, you know, a wreck after they just cleaned it up. So what are some of the things that we can do to get our kids to get on board with maintaining the home? So we're not constantly doing everything ourselves. Question. So it all starts with mom's mindset really is what it comes down to. We have to go from um, being willing to pick up everyone's mess to being absolutely committed to teaching our children that we are not their slave. (laughs) 
you know, it's, it's a mindset shift. And a lot of us just fall into the trap of, oh, well, I don't want to put up with the attitudes. I don't want to put up with the temper tantrums. I'll be able to do it quicker anyway, if I just do it. So I'm just going to do it. So we go, it's, it's a trap, right? It's, it's, it's a total trap, but we walk into it willingly because in the name of saving time, but what we don't realize is you do it once your children see a see potential for a pattern. Kids are so smart. We do not give them enough. They are devious. They are so smart. They can spot a weakness a mile away and they know exactly how to exploit it. So if they see you do that one time, what are they going to do? They are going to start playing the part that you've just cast them in. And they're going to make sure that anytime you dare ask them to pitch in, that they are going to throw that fit. They're going to throw that temper tantrum. They're going to act like they don't have the skills, the fine motor skills to pick the toys up off the floor, right? They're going to, they're going to play their role. So it's super important to commit to the path that, Hey, guess what? There's a new mom in town and she's not putting up with this crap anymore. So we're all going to start working together as a team because there's no reason why we can't all pitch in. Because, you know, and so many times, like the excuse the kid gives is, oh, but I didn't throw that on the floor. Well, guess what? I didn't wear all of your underwear and socks, but I'm still washing them. Like, is that the game we're going to play here? I don't think so. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a total commitment, mom, to wiping your children's memories of the mom who was willing to just, in order to avoid all of the pushback to do it herself. And become the cheerleader and the manager and the motivator of this new team that you've been handed. You know, it's basically like a brand new franchise, sports team, whatever you want to call it, right? And you're in charge of whipping the, you know, think of it like, you know, the, that movie, I'm, I'm dating myself, but remember the movie, The Mighty Ducks back from the Yes, 90s? I like that movie. Okay, <laughs> so he's the coach and he inherits this team of just the most incompetent, unathletic kids ever, right? So that's the role you're basically stepping into. You've got to whip these guys into shape, you know? And so you're going to do that, not just through skills, right? Because if you, if you, if you remember that movie, I watched this movie like a gazillion times, but if you remember the movie, once he realized he can't just put them through the drills because they don't have the skills, right? So you have to, you have to help them build the skills, but you also have to help them change their attitudes and cast the vision for them of what you want for your home and for your family, help them understand, Hey, family means team, which means we all work together, which means we can get done so much faster. So you cast the vision you become the motivator. You become, you know, your own family self-help guru, if you will, but you set the tone and, you know, you make it fun, but you require a level of excellence in their skills and nobody gets to go have any fun until that's actually been attained. Um, so it's, it's a process. It's not easy. It is not an overnight solution and it doesn't really Honestly, it doesn't involve charts and stickers and all of that stuff. It's more of a total um, shift in the way that you're doing life in general. Um, but it is doable. It's attainable. I have over 8,000 women in my program right now. And every single time, if you commit to the work, they end up getting the results. And they're blown away. And every time I read it, I'm blown away. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it worked again. I'm so excited. You know, it's, it's so inspiring. 
Awesome. Awesome. And I was like dying laughing when you were talking (laughs) earlier. I had to put myself on mute because sometimes I get a little too crazy, but I was dying because you sounded just like my son when you're like, Uh yeah, I didn't, I didn't throw that mommy. And yeah, I never have a witty response back. So I love when you said, (laughs) I'm not the one. I didn't wear your underwear, son, but I still wash them. Get over here and help. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I am just thinking about that mom who has those kids who really don't do anything as far as choice. So we're talking about the mom that we are working on that mindset and getting things Mm -hmm. changing. So what's one of your fast and easy ways to introduce choice to kids? So the fast, easy, quick and dirty is five minute family cleanup. This one little thing, if you don't do anything else, but you start instituting the five minute family cleanup in your home, things will start to change. So a couple of things are involved, a timer, which means you actually are committing to five minutes. When that timer goes off, you are done. Your children need to see that your word is your bond. And so whether the mess is completely cleaned up or not, you said five minutes, you mean five minutes. And it also helps the children realize five minutes is not a lot of time. Like that's literally one and a half songs and you're going to be playing music. So it's going to (laughs) be really easy for them to make that connection. Five minutes is such a short amount of time. However, you have to set some parameters. So five minutes means as long as you are doing your best, working your hardest and doing it with a good attitude. If you're not doing those things, guess what, kid, you get another five minutes and everybody else gets to go free. So you have to set those parameters. You also need to turn on some fun, upbeat music that your kids enjoy. Um, The fast beat actually helps get them moving faster. It's funny, even for myself, if I have a job that I just need to knock out and I just want to get it done as quickly as possible, I put on really fast music and I work so much faster and it's more fun. Music has the power to transform us, to transform our attitudes and our demeanor. And so if you put that music on, like your kids, they're not going to be like frowning and stopping around if you're playing happy music in the background, right? So you got to have your music, you got to have your timer, you got to have a focused attitude and a happy attitude about it. And if you all, you all need to be in the same room. So you all go into like the living room or whatever. You all stay in the same room and you all work together to get that room pulled back together. At the end of five minutes, generally speaking, the room is clean. What I have found that happens in our community, so many moms post this, they say, okay, we just did it for the first time. I cannot believe it. My children were begging for more time. Why? Why were they begging for more time? Number one, the job wasn't finished. They, they saw so much positive change. They wanted to finish the job. Number two, they wanted to keep listening to music. You turn the music off when the five minutes is up and you usually do it in the middle of a song and they're like, no. (laughs) So they wanted more music. But the third thing was they were actually having fun. They were having fun working together as a team. So I'll tell some moms, I'll say, you can give them another five minutes, but here's the, here's, here's a big, this is a parenting principle in general. Okay. So everybody listen up, (laughs) kill it before it's dead. Okay. That means don't let your children say, okay, that was the last five minutes. Like we're done now. No, you mom, you're like, okay, I will let you have five more minutes to clean up, but that is it, (laughs) right? You have to kill it before it's dead. You have to be the one to stop it while they are still having fun and enjoying themselves. And this goes with like playing toys, Play-Doh, anything really like anything that they suddenly figured out that they actually enjoy doing you stop it before they get tired of it because then the next time you pull it out, they remember stopping on a high note. They remember stopping when they were enjoying themselves. 
And so the next time you're like, okay, kids, five minute family cleanup. Like, yes, we've been waiting our whole lives for this. Right. So it's just a little, (laughs) it's a little kid hack that works really, really well. If you kill it before it's dead, the next time you need to bring it out, there's excitement instead of like, oh, I'm kind of bored with that. I'm not going to do that anymore. (laughs) Yes. You brought up a lot of really good things. So I have the timer. I did not do the music because I remember you mentioned this to me last time we talked and Mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't have the music. So that's probably one reason why it didn't go so well. (laughs) (laughs) So I will definitely implement that. Um, But I love how you said kill it before it's dead because I I do notice that too with the little ones in particular that, yeah, they will not be excited if, yeah, they're the ones that stop doing it. So I love that. Yes. Yes. It's taking that leadership position too. You know, if, if you're the one that's in control and leading it, because if you, like I said earlier, if you give your kids an inch, they will take a mile. So if they're like, Hey mom, can we do another five minutes? And you're like, sure, honey. And then they're like, Hey mom, can we do another five minutes? Of course you can. Cause you're thinking, Hey, I'm over here winning. Cause my kids are asking to clean, but then they're like, okay, mom, we're done now. It's like, no, wait, hold on a minute. They just asserted their leadership over you. That is not a good, that is not the pattern you want to be reinforcing. So mom is the one that steps into the leadership role and says, okay, we're done now, but don't worry. I'll call you back and we'll do another one tomorrow or whenever you want to do it. Um, So it's, it's very subtle, but kids are the master of nuances (laughs) and they, I'm serious. Like they know how to exploit this kind of thing. So if they see you like doing what they ask you to do or what they tell you to do. It's like, Ooh, I wonder what else we can get mom to do because we just cleaned up. Let's use this as leverage. So it's like I said, I've seen it all. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's subtle, but it's one of those things you have to make sure that you're in control of the situation because you are the one in charge, mom, not the kids. Absolutely. Now I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about some age appropriate chores. So I wanted to start with the three to four year olds. Give us some ideas on some um, appropriate age appropriate chores for three to four year olds. Okay. So three to four year olds, generally speaking, are fantastic because they think cleaning is so much fun. Like they're still in that stage where they want to be older. They want to be grownups. And so they see you doing these chores that they want to help. Right. So the age appropriate things for the three to four year olds, this is what I have mine do. So I always will give them a damp washcloth and have them start wiping off baseboards. I'll have them wipe smudges off the wall. They can't get the whole wall because you know, they're short, but they can get the bottom part, the part that you would have to bend over to get, which it's like, let's save our backs, moms, have the little kids do that. <laughs> um, the other thing, I love a dust buster. You know, those little, um, the little handheld vacuum cleaners. Um, my kids love to dust bust. And so I will have them just go around and dust bust, you know, Hey, could you get those corners for me? And here's the thing. You're not going to have a perfectly clean floor. If you put your three to four year old in charge of dust busting. However, it will be cleaner than it would be if you had to do it yourself because they have the energy, they have the flexibility, they have, you know, they don't have the aches and pains that we have that we're not, we're not getting down on our hands and knees to get into that corner, but you can send your three to four year old in and they will have a ball doing it. So I always try to keep, you know, the stuff on the lower level is the stuff that I have the three to four year olds do. And also I'm not really sure who invented white kitchen cabinets. I have them, unfortunately. Whoever did that, I think actually hates moms because they get there. I mean, 
like it could be perfectly clean and like that it's dirty and gross again. So I have my little guys um, work on my cabinets whenever I'm in the kitchen cooking because they love to be in there with me. They love to have a job. So again, I just hand them a damp washcloth and I'm like, hey, you see all that stuff? Can you get that for me? And they're so excited because they have something to do. They get a washcloth, they're wiping stuff off. Same thing with like appliances, the dishwasher, the refrigerator. So a lot of wiping is going on. And um, even if you get one of those lightweight stick vacuums, um, those are really good. You know, if you have area rugs and things like that, your three and four year olds are, you know, they can totally handle that. And again, it's not going to be totally perfect, but if you have your three and four year old doing that once a day, I mean, how often are you vacuuming, right? It's not once a day usually. And if it is like, you're probably tired and you could use a break. So <laughs> that's the kind of thing, instead of buying your kids the fake vacuum, that just has those little balls that float around and like nothing actually happens. Give them a real one and let them actually do the job. Like, cause they will love it. My, my little four-year-old, he just, he absolutely loves doing stuff like that. Like he begs me to get the vacuum out so that he can do his chores. And it's like, yes, child, of course I will let you do that. That sounds wonderful. Right. So it's all a matter of like um, the right tools that you're giving them. You know, if you give them the, the dust buster and the, the lightweight stick vacuum. If you give them just a damp cloth and, you know, obviously you're not going to give them a cleaner, but even, you know, a bottle of vinegar, like if you need something for a little bit more of a dirty job, but just, you know, the safe stuff, the washcloths, um, you'll be amazed at like how much stuff you don't have to do or how much stuff that wasn't getting done that was getting on your last nerve because you just didn't have the time to get it done. Now it can be in your little three and four year old is occupied and having fun and contributing to the family and feeling really proud of himself. Yes. And I can totally agree about the little stick vacuum because we have one and sometimes I don't even ask him and I'll hear the noise and I'm like, what is that? And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's him. He's cleaning up. <laughs> yep. And it's amazing. It's so wonderful. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. Now let's jump to the five to seven-year-olds. Let's talk about some chores for them. Okay. So five to seven-year-olds, um, my five-year-old currently um, takes care of the, um, all of the little trash cans in the different bathrooms and bedrooms around the house. He just, we give him one big trash bag and he walks around and empties everything into that. And then he'll put it into the kitchen trash can. Like he'll just like tie it off and put it in there. Cause normally, cause because we do it every day, it's not ever full. So he can just stick it in there and then it gets taken out with the normal trash. Um, but he also is in charge of helping with the stick vacuum because we do have a vacuuming schedule. Um, so he actually has a little slot on that schedule instead of the, the four-year-old who just randomly vacuums, whatever he wants to. <laughs> um, so my my newly seven-year-old, he was six and we started him off at six. He's in charge of unloading the dishwasher. Um, and we have to run our dishwasher twice a day because we have a million people in our house. Um, so he's in charge of unloading at one of those times. And you know, you're probably thinking to yourself, he was five years old or he was six years old when he started that. Are you kidding me? No, I'm actually not kidding you. So <laughs> what he does, I just let him get up on the countertops. And then once he's done, part of his chore is to spray the counters off with a disinfectant and wipe it off. Like, it's like he was never there. He's having fun because he's like literally walking on the countertops. He's getting the dishes put away. Do dishes occasionally break? Yeah, they do. But that's like, I break dishes all the time and I'm not going to like yell at myself and like never do the dishes again because I broke a dish, right? So that's how they learn. It's how they contribute. So um, that's a big part of his, of his daily chores though, is unloading the dishwasher that one time. And then he also helps out with, um, 
with wiping down tables and um, sweeping after every meal because, you know, again, with a million people, we make a mess at meals. So he wipes the table off and he sweeps and it just, you know, it's a perfect job for him. So that's my five to seven year old set. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I didn't even think about the dishwasher because I don't know what it is about, you know, the first child you kind of like are like super protective and you don't want them to do things. Yeah. So my oldest, he doesn't really do as much as he should. So now I'm looking like, dude, you can be doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, you can. (laughs) So I like this. I like this. Yeah. Now let's jump up to the last um, age group, the eight to 11 year olds. Okay. So eight to 11 year olds. (laughs) This is where your life gets so much easier. Um, I I actually have a video in my program called the magic age of eight, because that really is like the turning point in maturity. And I think to some point, to some, to some extent, um, their actual like motor skills just get a lot better around eight years old to where they can really handle, um, more in depth stuff. So, um, my eight year old, so when, when I start introducing children to doing dishes, the way that I do it is the first set of dishes that they do is lunch dishes because lunch is like the most low key meal. You know, there's not usually a lot of pots and pans involved. Um, so my eight year old does the lunch dishes and in another year he will move to the, um, breakfast dishes because that's the next easiest meal of the day. And then once he's graduated from breakfast dishes, he will be doing dinner dishes. Um, so we usually graduate people after about a year to a year and a half of doing dishes. And it's great because my teenagers, um, you know, my three teens, none of them are doing dishes anymore because they've graduated, they've run through the whole gamut. And so there it's, it's a middle kid job. It's an eight to 11 year old job. And so then once my 11 year old is getting ready to graduate out of dishes and she can't wait because she's been doing dinner dishes now for a year and a half. So she's like super psyched. Um, so she's getting ready to graduate off of that, but that's how we progress. So we go from lunch to breakfast to dinner, and then you've graduated, you're out. Um, so let's see what other, so bathrooms, I start bathrooms around 10, um, for that age. And let's see, what else do we do? Um, my 10 year old, no, wait, she just turned 11. Yeah. She's 11 now. (laughs) She, um, she like literally just turned 11, like two days ago. (laughs) That's why I can't remember. I promise. (laughs) Um, she, she also, she asked me once because we, we compensate our children. We pay our children for chores. Um, and she said, mom, I'd really love to earn some extra money. Can I get can I get another chore? And I said, well, I don't really have another one for you. Like we're covered. And she said, well, how about, could I start making the little kids lunch? Because once you get to like eight years old, you make your own lunch. Like I'm not doing that anymore. So I was still making like the little kids lunch. So she said, could I start making lunch for them? And I was like, well, that's a great idea. I never thought of that before. That would save me some time. Sure. Why not? So she actually makes lunches for my little guys. Um, and she is, she's on breakfast dish duty. Um, so I think that those, I think that's about all that I have in that eight to 11 year old range bathrooms, dishes, um, lunches for the little guys, dining room chores, the, the wiping down tables and sweeping. Um, and they're on the vacuuming schedule, (laughs) the daily vacuuming schedule. So yeah, that's all. 
Awesome. Awesome. And I know you started to bring up compensation, which I think could be a whole nother episode, but oh, that's a whole new ball of wax. Yes. <laughs> because that, yeah, there's some different thoughts and feelings on that, yes. but I would love to hear yes. just your thoughts on it and, you know, just quickly, like how you do it in your home with your kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, the internet has a lot of opinions on mm-hmm. paying for chores. Yes. <laughs> but I do it, I do it in a very measured way. So in our house, if you want to get money for your chores, then they have to be done with a good attitude. They have to be done well. And I am not going to ask you to do it more than once. So if I have to, you know, because I'm not doing that, like, but you're gonna do it regardless. Like you don't get to choose. <laughs> You don't just get to say, oh, well, that's okay. I, I, I just won't get paid today. No, no, no. You're going to do it. It's just the question is, are you going to get paid for it or not? <laughs> so that's, that's how we run it. And it's like some of the ladies in my program, they come in and they're like, okay, so he, he, he did it the right way, but he didn't do it with a good attitude. So I'm thinking maybe I should take like a quarter. I'm like, no, honey, you're overthinking it. Like if he doesn't get all three, you just don't pay him. Like, don't overthink mm-hmm. this. Don't make it more, because the problem is if you make it more complicated than it needs to be, you're not going to end up doing it. And that's not, that's not an acceptable exchange, right? So you just make it easy and your kid learns, Hey, life isn't fair. They learned it at an early age. The earlier they learn that the better off their life is going to be. So, Hey, if you don't want to have to worry about not getting paid for the chores that you did then just make sure to do them right and make sure to do it with a good attitude. And then you won't ever have to worry about it. So the quicker they learn that lesson, they're going to end up being better off when they are working, when they're adults, you know, when they're working for someone, when they go off to college, like not everyone is going to give them the tender, loving care that their mother gives them. And they need to learn that young. Like (laughs) it's a cold world out there. We need to prepare them for that. I cannot Life agree more. People. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That is really good because I know that um me and my husband we kind of were kind of button heads a little bit because I had this one thing. I think it was like I gave my son five things to do and if he does all five things throughout the week he gets $5 because he wants mm-hmm. these expensive toys and I'm like I'm not buying them. But you, right. can. you can earn them. <laughs> so I did not give him his $5. And he was like, why didn't you give him his money? And I'm like, well, first of all, he didn't do his chores. Second of all, I had to ask him a million gazillion times. So I'm mm-hmm. not giving him $5. Mm-hmm. So I love that. So I'm going to implement that one yes. starting today. Yes. You tell your husband that Ashley said you did it right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and he'll be like, who's Ashley and why do I care? <laughs> <laughs> but I really love that, Ashley. And I love everything that you shared with us. This has been really, really good. I was just wondering if you have any motivational quote, words of encouragement that could help us real happy moms. Yes, I definitely do. We could, again, we could do a whole nother show on that, but I will leave you with the one thing that I say to the ladies in my group more than anything else in the whole entire world. And that is done is better than perfect. And as you are trying to get your children doing chores, that is a, that's the theme that you need to embrace more than anything else. You know, so if your little three-year-old is wanting to help out and you hand them that vacuum, don't be like, Oh, hold on, hold on. Like you got to do it this way. And then you got to turn it a 90 degree angle and come all the way back and then turn again. And like, it has to, no, don't do that. (laughs) Don't kill your three-year-old's joy. Done is better than perfect. That doesn't mean we're not holding our children to a high standard. What it means is 
mom does not have to do everything herself because she wants it perfect. It's time to let go of some of this stuff. Let our children build these skills that they're going to need one day so that they don't grow up and live in a pigsty, right? Just let it go. Done is better than perfect. So don't, don't be that mom. Don't be the naggy mom. That's like, you know, Oh my gosh, you didn't do it. You know, just like stealing their joy about it. Praise what they're doing. Right. Say, okay, next time we need to pay a little bit closer attention right here. Right. But if you just embrace the whole, okay, done is better than perfect. Like it's, it's better than if I had waited until I had five hours to clean my whole house myself. Right. You can have a cleaner house all of the time. If you let everyone help you and keep it up daily, then if you wait until you have that five hours and you exhaust yourself and then your kids, because they haven't learned to keep things clean, turn around and they've messed it up 15 minutes later. (laughs) So done is better than perfect every single time. Yes. And amen to that. (laughs) Ashley, where can we find you if we want to connect with you online? So I'm on Instagram. You can find me at Freedom Moms. I am also on Facebook, Family Management with Ashley Bufa. Um, If you're interested in joining us with the chore system, you can find that at smartkidschores.com. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll be sure to include all of that in the show notes. So Ashley, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of this with us. You're welcome. It has been so awesome and I've learned so much from you. So thank you. You're very welcome. It was fun. <laughs> now that does it for this week's episode. I absolutely love talking to Ashley and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Do me a favor. If you found this episode helpful, go over and rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are wanting to get the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 98. Now that does it for this week. I will catch you next week for another full episode. Take care and with lots of love.